Welcome to News Kids. I'm Rose. And I'm Zara. And together we're presenting this weekly podcast about what's going on in our world today. Each week we cover top stories across world news, politics, science, technology, entertainment and arts. Hello, this is Isa. This week we will be talking about the US holiday, Juneteenth. We will also be talking about the World Refugee Day, the earthquake in Afghanistan, and the latest news on US gun control laws. Hi, it's Isa again. Did you know that the 19th of June is a national holiday every year in the United States? It's also called Emancipation Day or a Cell Liberation Day. And it's the celebration of the end of slavery in the United States. On the 19th of June, 1865, enslaved African Americans in Galveston in the state of Texas were told that they were free and the day became known as Juneteenth, joining the words June and 19th. Two and a half years earlier, Abraham Lincoln had issued a presidential proclamation which helped to bring about the end of slavery. Southern and Northern U.S. states at the time disagreed about slavery and that led to civil war. Abraham Lincoln's Emancipation Proclamation meant that more than three and a half million people who were enslaved and living in states in the South were declared to be free. However, their freedom depended on the northern states who disagreed with slavery winning the war. The state of Texas was very far from the national government in Washington, D.C. until the Emancipation Proclamation was not enforced there even after the Civil War ended. On 19th of June, 1865, U.S. Army General Gordon Granger told the state of Texas that the Emancipation Proclamation was coming into effect in the state and that declaration is seen as the end of slavery as it brought an end to it in the final state using slaves. The first Juneteenth celebrations took place in Texas in 1866 with family events such as meals, prayers, parades and musical performances. Over the years different communities developed their own traditions and now Celebrations and traditions vary across the U.S. Juneteenth became an official state holiday in Texas in 1980, and many other states also recognized the day. On the 17th of June, 2021, President Joe Biden signed a bill in the White House to make it a national holiday by law. At the signing, he said, We come to terms with the mistakes we made, and remembering those moments, We begin to heal and grow stronger. I've only been president for several months, but I think this will go down for me as one of the greatest honours I will have had as president. Hi, it's Rose here. This week, the US government has taken the first step towards passing what has been called the most significant new gun controls in a generation. 
The new bill could be signed into law next week and includes new measures aimed at controlling the use of firearms in America, including tougher checks for buyers under the age of 21 and cracking down on illegal gun purchases. Senators voted to speed up the passage of the bipartisan bill, which means it has the support of both the Republican and Democratic parties, so it could potentially be signed into law next week. Although significant, the proposals fall far short of what many activists have called for in the wake of a spate of mass shootings. However, it is the first time in decades that proposed gun safety legislation has received this level of support from both Republican and Democratic Party senators. President Biden earlier this month said the proposals were steps in the right directions, but are still not enough. According to the BBC, the US has had the highest rate of firearm deaths among the world's wealthy nations, but it is also a country where many cherish gun rights that are protected by the Constitution's Second Amendment to keep and bear arms. One of the most recent mass shootings took place only last month at a school in Texas, resulting in the death of 19 children and two teachers. The attack by an 18-year-old led to a renewed national debate about gun regulations. On Tuesday, the mayor of the city of Uvalde in Texas, where the shooting took place, said the school would be demolished. Well, this is such a sad story. I really hope that America can find a way to stop it ever happening again. Hello, this is Zara. This week, on the 20th of June, it was World Refugee Day. Every year, millions and millions of people are forced to leave their homes in order to stay safe, fleeing from war or natural disasters or persecution. They have to leave their homes and lives behind and search for a new life somewhere safe. Those who have to leave their country are called refugees. And World Refugee Day has the aim of raising awareness of the issues that displaced people face. Each year, on the 20th of June, the world celebrates World Refugee Day, an international day designated by the United Nations to honour refugees around the world. It is a day to celebrate the strength and courage of people who have to flee their home country, and it is a day to build empathy and understanding of the plight of these people and to recognise their resilience in rebuilding their lives. This year, the focus on World Refugee Day was on the right to seek safety. Every person on this planet has a right to seek safety. What does that mean? Well, according to the United Nations, it is the right to seek asylum. Once refugees reach somewhere safe, they can either remain a refugee or decide to ask for special permission to stay in the country called asylum. Doing this makes them an asylum seeker. The right to seek safety also includes safe access so borders should remain open to all people forced to flee. They should not be forced to return to a country if their life or freedom is at risk. They shouldn't face discrimination and they should be treated with dignity and respect. Refugees who leave their countries often have to make long risky journeys and often these people don't make it to their final destinations. Sometimes they end up in places called refugee camps which are large camps with thousands of people living there often in poor conditions. These camps are often managed by charities and they aim to give refugees some form of safety but often the conditions are cramped and overcrowded. Different countries offer thousands of families a chance to start a new life away from conflicts. However, 
When the number of refugees increases, some governments say that they are struggling to cope with a large number of new arrivals, and the issue of where refugees end up living becomes an important political issue. Sadly, the number of refugees has now surpassed 100 million for the first time. The ongoing war in Ukraine has led to the fastest-growing refugee crisis since the end of the Second World War. And of course, it is not just Ukraine. There are people facing persecution all over the world, and so it remains really important to mark this day. Hi, it's Lori here. On Tuesday this week, a powerful earthquake struck the eastern Patika province of Afghanistan, sadly killing more than 1,000 people and leaving hundreds more injured. The deadliest earthquake to strike Afghanistan in two decades. Pictures show landslides and ruined mud-built homes, where rescuers have been scrambling to treat the injured and are still searching for others buried under the ground. One Taliban leader said that hundreds of houses were destroyed and the death toll was likely to rise. The earthquake struck about 44 kilometers from the southeastern city of Kost. Shortly after 1:30 local time, when many people were asleep at home, it was a magnitude of 6.1 at a depth of around 51 kilometers, according to seismologists. Earthquakes tend to cause significant damage in Afghanistan, where dwellings in many rural areas are unstable or built from rustic materials which cannot withstand earth tremors. And the country is prone to quakes, as it's located in a tectonically active region over a number of fault lines. Over the past decade, more than 7,000 people have been killed in earthquakes in the country. The UN have said, apparently, there are an average of 560 deaths a year from earthquakes. Communications following the latest earthquake is difficult because of damage to mobile phone towers, and the death toll is expected to rise further still. A local journalist in the area told the BBC, "Many people are not aware of the well-being of their relatives because their phones are not working." He said, "My brother and his family died, and I just learned it after many hours. Many villages have been destroyed. Taliban officials called for aid agencies to rush to the affected areas." But decades of conflict have made it difficult for the country to improve its protections against earthquakes and other natural disasters. Despite efforts by aid agencies to reinforce some buildings over the years, even before the Taliban took over, Afghanistan's emergency services, which threatens to deal with natural disasters, with few aircraft and helicopters available to rescues, tremors were felt across more than 500 kilometers of Afghanistan, Pakistan, and India. I hope you enjoyed our show, and thank you for listening.